welcome to the KDBQ podcast. I'm Andy Davis, and this is a very special bonus episode, you lucky people. It's a great one for anyone interested in the latest trends and products in kitchen, bedroom, and bathroom design, as I'll be talking to Amy Fletcher, the decor and product manager for Egger. We're going to find out all about her new ranges, how she gets her inspiration and ideas, and how that translates into products you designers can specify in your projects. It's really interesting, insightful stuff, so don't go anywhere. Yes, this special episode is brought to you by our friends at Egger UK. They are, of course, a global manufacturer of wood-based materials and products used across the kitchen, bedroom and bathroom sector. Their new decorative collection 24 Plus is available now and you can hear all about it in this very podcast and find out more at egger.com. That's E-G-G-E-R.com, And that link is in the episode description. So as promised, here is Amy Fletcher from Egger. Hello, Amy. Hello, nice to meet you. Well, it's very nice to meet you too. Let's start with the most obvious question here because some people might live under a rock or something. Fill us in on what Egger do in the UK. Just fill us in on the brief background of Egger. Yeah, so in short, we produce wood-based products for interior design, the building industry and the flooring sector. The new collection is all based on our interior products though. So this covers all our Euro decor, which is our decorative chipboard products. Premium lacquer boards, such as our Perfect Sense, that have that real velvety feel. We've got the new texture matte products, matching edging, accent edging, high pressure laminates, work top splashbacks, upstand. So really, we've got an awful lot of products that that covers, and we offer them all through Egger. We supply to distribution, direct to customers, so the KBB market, and we also offer a lot to the public sector as well so the fit out marking shop fits that sort of thing so basically we are a well-encompassed interior designs manufacturer so it's pretty hard not to be surrounded by our product everywhere you go basically so from hotels airports student accommodation kitchens bathroom bedrooms the list just kind of goes on <laughs> and that's what i think is fascinating about Ega because it's almost not in the background, but, you know, it's the kind of basic raw material of, of so much of the kind of fantastic kitchens or whatever that we see. But it's enormous. Egger is absolutely massive, isn't it? Yeah, so we have in total, I think now, 22 plants um, within the Egger group. So we've just had a new one that we acquired called Saib from Italy, and I think an additional new one in Germany as well. We are always investing, always growing, and it's really exciting to be part of such a, a big company that really looks after its staff well, is always very innovative, but is always investing as well, so always investing in improvement. So yeah, a really big player in the game, I would say. It certainly is. Now, let's narrow it right back down to, to you, though, because you are the decor and product manager now, anyone who's got the word decor in their job title, that's impressive. I like that. Fill us in what exactly it is that you do. Because, okay, you're making chipboard and board and all that kind of thing, and it obviously goes to these massive plants and factories or whatever, but someone's got to sort of choose what goes into that factory in the first place. So sort of describe what exactly your role is. I basically oversee the whole product range for the UK. Um, we have a lovely team now looking specifically at the products that we need for the UK market. Having experts in this area that can really show what is needed for the customer and where we need to support the customer. We really need to be the voice of the customer and send that back to our central plants. 
primarily my role is to be an expert on the trends and essentially have the correct products and decors for what's needed for the UK market. I work with the EGA decor teams across all our other divisions to develop a core range of decors for our global collection. And then I ensure that we also have specific decors that are needed solely for the UK market. As our tastes in interior can differ from our European counterparts, and they can be very modern, whereas we have a lot of traditional needs in our market. We don't all have straight walls, we all own our homes, so we really invest in kitchens, bathrooms, bedrooms. They tend to have quite a modular fit out, which means they take their kitchens with them when they move and they, they live on a rented market. I also identify specific ranges integral for the UK market that sit outside of the global collection. So things like our industry collection, and we have special ranges like our Texture Meets Colour range, which is specifically for our market, as the European market really isn't as interested in painted wood greens as the UK are. It's a really wide selection there, and I'm sure anyone who's familiar with, with Edgar will know what, what an enormous sort of library of, of, of finishes and, that you have. And, and again, we'll talk a little bit about your new range in a second, but I'm just wondering, where do you even start? What's the process for coming up with these, with these new ranges and finishes? How, how does your sort of process in your brain work? Well... It's, it's quite a mixed bag, really. Um, usually what it starts with is the central team. We work as a team across Europe to visit all of the fairs. Key players such as Eurocachina in Milan. We go to Interzone in Germany. We also, that's a big fair for us to display at. CCAM, but in the UK, I go to Clerkenwell Design Week, which is pretty key for the interior market. Obviously, everybody's aware of KBB show, January Furniture Fair. We go to London Design Week. It, the list goes on. We really keep our eye on the market and see what's emerging from trend leaders. But we also research consumer insights and look at what the social and economic factors are having an impact on our market and customer behaviors. For example, the demand for sustainable and responsible products has really influenced the natural materials starting to come through in, from design. Consumers are now shifting to blending greens with authentic wood grains. We also gather information from trend forecasters. We look at the paint manufacturers and see how they have an influence on colour. We see things emerging from fashion. And also social media has a, a huge part to play now in influencing what is demanded for the UK customer. Once we have a clear view of what's needed, we then discuss that internally. And then we talk to the paper suppliers and with group, we create a collection that we feel will work for our market. So every individual decor manager is really focused on what they need for their market. And then we have a trend launch collection called Egazum that a lot of our customers will be familiar with. That is our trend focused collection that allows us to be quick to market with the latest trends, but we can introduce those early, see if they have longevity, those trends are going to continue. And then we see what the demand is from multiple markets. And then really, if they're needed in all different matching materials, we add them into the global collection. So it's quite a lengthy process. What I find brilliant about that is 
that I bet people don't, just looking at the board, if you know what I mean, they're not going to really appreciate the length of time, the amount of effort and the chain of knowledge that has gone into producing that particular finish in that particular way. Definitely. I mean, we're really, really focused on creating authentic and natural materials that is that we could value engineer our product to really look the real deal but obviously they'll be a lot more affordable you get more value out of them and all focused on how they can be sustainable and how circular our product is so it's not just looking at design that is a huge part of it but it's also looking at the products themselves and how they are being used by the designer and inspiring them really Let's narrow this down again a bit more to your new range, the Decorative Collection 24 Plus. It's a rolling collection, so previously we used to have it for about four years, but we've now adapted that to 24 Plus, meaning that we can add to it in, say, two years' time and be more adaptable to the trend. So consumers might notice that change. That's what the plus is for. Okay, so talk us a bit more about the concept. What's the underlying theme of this? What's new about it? We are very much talking about time for more. We are highly focused on the harmonization of the decors and how tonally they all must complement each other and work together. We see consumers living in quite a modular way now so they can adapt to the trends faster. So consumers aren't just using one design now in their interiors, in their kitchens, their bathrooms, their bedrooms, but they are mixing and matching sometimes three or four different decors in one space, often very elegantly and livable. So it's just really important that those decors complement each other and really work well together. So tonally, we have very much looked at that, especially in terms of the wood grains and the stones. We've introduced some very realistic material finishes so that we can offer more value um, with our product. We've got alternatives to things like real metals, real stones, which allow us to be much more sustainable too. We've broadened our range to inspire the designers. We've added products in that are much more functional. So you have things like our TM9 and TM12, which stands for texture matte, which means that we can offer anti-fingerprint qualities on a chipboard core, which means they can be a fully circular product. Our metallic structure, Structure 20, we've upgraded that and that simulates the real metal finish as well. So it's much more usable and easy to work with in comparison to like a real metal bonded laminate, which um, has its fair share of problems if you talk to any shop fitter. We have now also revamped our worktop collection too. So we've added in some much more authentic materials that such as solid timber and stone like i said incredibly authentic much more realistic than where we were previously so customers can really swap those out for a solid stone or a solid timber worktop and it they're very very realistic so i would think the core key message really is authenticity and natural is keep the customer but the customer wants more value and so it's important to us and very much the focus behind the new collection. Right, so there's a lot of thought and ideas in the concept behind that new collection there, but just can you just give us a, a little bit more detail on the types of finishes and products that designers might be able to see and choose for their projects? 
So in the new collection, we've really introduced some new exciting and different new structures and finishes to our collection. So Structure 76 is our new stone structure for the UK market. It really adds an authentic stone surface, which is uh, it's incredibly matte and it complements a lot of our new stone decors. This also crosses over into our worktop collection. So it allows the customer to mix and match with frontals depending on the scheme that they're trying to create. So just very different for the UK market. We've also added in a metallic finish, which is our FT20. That is a new and improved version of something that really already existed in our collection, but really came from the European market. But now we're starting to see a lot more metallic finishes coming through. And um, we've really improved on that so that we can really add value to the products as well. And um, structure. 20 um, has a really improved sheen and brushed effect so it really truly mimics a metallic structure 40 a lot of the market might already be aware of this because we had to introduce this early due to demand on our um casella oaks but it's a really deep matte texture that looks like a veneer panel it's almost impossible to actually tell it apart from real wood so it's just really much more sustainable and affordable than what a real wood veneer would be and we've got a full new range of what we call RTM products, which are a new matte lacquered product for our Perfect Sense range. So the lacquer softens the light and you don't really get that reflection. So it creates a real cozy feel. It's a really premium finish, but now it's actually on a chipboard core. So it means that it can be fully recycled. Isn't it interesting that that, that trend for those natural finishes, those realistic finishes just sort of goes on and on and on and it's obvious that what, what's great about the way you describe it is how much you, you talk about listening to your customers and really understanding what it is that they are looking for and, and answering those questions for them what's the end game for this finish do you think how realistic can we get i think that technology is always developing we're getting closer and closer all of the time we're very very close at the moment especially with a lot of our our new wood grains our new feel woods with the synchronized pour so how that's going to get more realistic that will be quite interesting but yeah it just seems to be a key focus for now and i do see that continuing for quite some time people really have drawn into that natural trend obviously since covid when they were all trapped in their homes i think they just really yearned for the fresh air and the naturalness and and obviously as we talk about sustainability more and more that is becoming a focus of the customer and making it more of a trend all different materials come from nature, so I think that there'll be plenty of choice to be picking different decors and how we can work with them in our homes. Well, as you say as well, a lot of this is driven by an interest in the state of the natural world, if we like, if you want to put it that way. And sustainability is such a huge part of what you do and what Egger do. They obviously put an enormous amount of focus on it, and Egger and similar companies put huge amounts of investment into improving the, uh, the sustainability aspects of what it's made of, how it's made, and all those things. How does it fit into your day-to-day -day work? How much do you have to consider it when you're researching and finding out what the latest trends are? We obviously know that sustainability is a key factor, especially for the next generation. I would say it's been the core part of what Egger does. Basically, it's what we're founded on. We have Fritz Egger Senior, who I think our core key message is wood's far too valuable to throw away. So we've very much focused on making product out of wood chips, sawdust all the byproducts that really come from the rest of the the furniture industry we very much talk to customers on a daily basis about sustainability about the circular economy of our product because 
it's becoming much more of a huge part of what we do. Customers very much want to know our message, what products can be recycled, how often can they be recycled, and we also help them tell their own story so we can always work with them. It's very difficult to say straight off the bat, we are going to be fully sustainable. It takes a little bit of time, it takes baby steps, but I think you have to be very open and transparent in terms of telling customers about sustainability and making sure you're not greenwashing. So we are very transparent and also telling the actual fact. Again, it's interesting how it informs the design of things as well, not just the production, because it really does play into the kind of finishes and things that you're looking at as well. Exactly, yeah. So the development of the greens has come from that message that we're constantly talking about sustainability and that green trend is just constantly evolving. We've got some new greens going into the collection as well as some of the trend greens that we had for our Eggism trend presentation because that is the demand at the moment. We're also seeing a lot of those really soft reds coming through which again we've added some new ones into the collection because people are thinking about clay tones that very natural material those brick colors but again everything has a really matte soft feel and it has to be really livable especially for the uk market we've deliberately focused on quite muted soft reds rather than terracotta tones too much just because that can be very Mediterranean, whereas I think we can work with a, a softer, rusty red a bit more easily than a terracotta bright orange tone. So it's just thinking about what will actually work for the market, but it's it's amazing where these trends actually begin and start from. Well, let's round this up a bit, Amy. What are you already working on for next time? I'm assuming you know, this range has just come out. You're already well on your way for working out the next one. What kind of trends and influences are you looking at for your next range? Well, that would be telling. We're already looking into our trend collection, which will be introduced later in the year. Once we've launched our new global collection, we are always looking at the, the up and coming trends. We already have some further stone trends that we're looking at introducing to the customer. So we've got some new ones for this collection, but later in the year, we'll hopefully have some further developments in that area. Some very interesting metallic finishes as well. A lot of more natural, softer, torpy tones coming through with a metallic sheen. So really exciting, very different to maybe where we've been before, but also incredibly elegant and opulent because we are seeing that customers are really wanting a luxury feel. And yeah, we'll have almost the move on from the next greens and reds. Um, maybe some new blues as well and we've definitely started to see a growth in the yellowy tone coming through so that's a very new for the market but a lot of the trend forecasters are looking at that so we hope to finalize that in the next coming weeks but yeah we're always focused on the next collection and it's all very interesting well, look, Amy, thank you so much for your time today. It's so interesting. I really do think that these kind of um, uh, product launches and these kind of finishes are real bellwether for the way for the way trends are going. And you put so much work into reading the market, uh, and it's always fantastic to see what comes out the other end of that process. So, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for telling us about the new collection, uh, and I'll speak to you soon. You're more than welcome. Thank you very much for having me.